The Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Nashville original since 2003. Welcome into the Paul Kuharski Podcast from paulkuharski.com. I am Paul Kuharski. I have mentioned my name three times and we are ready to roll. Titans are four and four, getting ready for a trip to Carolina to face the Panthers. Uh, a game that will not be easy by any means and will certainly test uh, their ability against two of the very best players in the league at their given positions, Christian McCaffrey, the very difficult to defend running back, and Luke Keekley, the very good inside linebacker. But here at the midpoint of the Titans' season, uh, I thought it would be fitting to give some midseason awards for a team that has been very middle of the pack. All the plays on middle there. So uh, let's dive in. MVP of this team at this stage, though people will insist upon Brett Kern, and we will give him the special team award for certain, and he might be the second-place guy, but the, the best player on this team to this point has been Logan Ryan, I, I think almost without question. Um, he is far more than a slot corner. Um he is tied for fourth on the team with 49 tackles. He's got three and a half sacks, which puts him uh, up there. Is that all the way at the top? It might be all the way at the top. Is that possible? Where's Casey on this list? Casey's got two. Sorry, Landry's got five. Logan Ryan's second with three and a half sacks. He's got two quarterback pressures. He's got a tackle for a loss. He's got three interceptions, which is tied for the team lead. Um, and he is generally making plays uh, all the time, all the time. And um, he, he just uh, is studying to a degree um, that makes him seem uh, exceptionally prepared for anything that's coming. Um, defensive coordinator Dean Pease um, was speaking about Ryan on Thursday on Halloween um, and had this to say. I mean, I don't know what it was like at New England. I can't compare him to what they did at New England or whatever, but I think all I know is what I see, and what I see is a guy that's very conscientious about his job, about his position, cares about it, cares about the team, do whatever you ask him to do for the team. Um but he also he just he studies. He's one of those guys that I've told you before. There are certain guys that, that I've always just been around. That by the time you come in and you're ready to tell them something that you think is a, um, a big tendency or something like that, they already know it. And that's kind of the way Logan is. He's just he's very intelligent, and it, it's just there's there's guys that know things, and there's guys that know things, and then know how to use them. And he's one of those guys. So there's Dean Pease on Logan Ryan, who uh, I think most people would consider the Titans midseason MVP. I, I'd say Brett Kern, unquestionably uh, the, the special teams MVP. And I think you could put him in second place as the runner up on, uh, on this team as midseason MVP. 47 punts. Net average of 42.8. 26 of those 47 have been inside the 20-yard line. Uh, rather remarkable. Also threw a first down uh, pass on one good fake. 
his field goal fake will leave for discussion at a different point in the midseason awards. Offensive MVP is very difficult to find on this team. Uh, it's hard to believe that Adam Humphreys leads this team in receiving with 28 receptions, um, but they've not been high impact receptions by any means. Davis and Brown, 24 and 22, uh, both underutilized to a degree. Um, uh, Johnny Smith kind of coming on now, but <clears throat> 15 catches total. That's certainly not going to be it. Derrick Henry only averaging 3.8 a carry. You'd certainly want it to be higher than that, but he does have five touchdowns. He is playing behind an offensive line that simply is not doing enough. And he's a hit or miss back. You know, he's going to have home runs and he's going to have strikeouts. Um, it's just kind of the way he runs. Um, and I think he's the choice. He's also got the longest run for this team, 34-yarder versus Tampa Bay last weekend, and the longest, longest pass reception, that screen that, that really broke the game open in Cleveland on opening day, 75-yard touchdown pass. Um, and so Derrick Henry uh, is kind of my grudging choice for offensive MVP of this team. Um, we know that the offense has not – uh, been very good. And so it's not easy really to find somebody there. Most improved player on this team. Um, and I think there are a reasonable amount of candidates here could look to R Rashawn Evans, who's steadily getting better. Um, John U. Smith, I think he can make a case though. He kind of followed a similar trajectory last year after um, Delaney Walker disappeared with his injury and he's Delaney's not disappeared this year in the same way, but uh, he has been missing in action and, and didn't play last weekend. Um, I think there are, are some players getting better. Um, certainly we're watching AJ Brown get better week to week. Um, and I, I think uh, Amani hookers, Steadily getting better. Isaiah Mack, these are, are young guys that we're listing now. Um, but but to me, the choice is Daquan Jones, who I wrote about last week. Could also be kind of a compact, comeback player of the year candidate. His, recovering from his bicep injury last year um, slowed him down. He, he admitted he doesn't want to use that as, as an excuse. Also, the first year in the new system, he wasn't immediately getting what they were asking him to do. I think he's done very well this year. Very strong um, up front at the point of the uh, point of the point of attack. Um, also playing nose uh, a lot more than uh, end or tackle, um, but been a very solid player up there, particularly in the run defense. Um, now being bolstered a little bit by Jeffrey Simmons emergence. Uh, I like what I've seen from Daquan Jones. I like what I hear from Daquan Jones, and I think uh, he, he's doing a nice job for the Titans up front. Best value on this team, this kind of an automatic slotted thing, like if you have a relatively low draft pick who is doing uh, good work, then uh, and he's on his, his rookie contract, he's going to be a value. So on this team, that's Jayon Brown. Jayon Brown uh, is making $2.67 million. I think that's a very good rate 
for an inside linebacker who is wearing the green dot helmet is the lead communications guy. He missed the chargers game and we saw how that hurt them as they tried to, to uh, cover the running back Eckler. Um, and he had that, that one big touchdown. Uh, I'm not sure now if it was a run or a reception, but uh, he ran away from Wesley Woodyard um, Brown's replacement up the right sideline. Um, and you could see the Titans missing Jayon Brown there. Certainly uh, he, he was back last week and in time to help out with Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be a tough, tough uh, matchup for the Titans. He's a tough matchup for anybody, but Jayon Brown is very good value at $2.7 million. This is the Paul Kuharski podcast. We're brought to you by Yazoo Brew, which is a great, great brewery in nashville delicious beer something for everybody i'm partial to the hefeweizen most appreciate their sponsorship of these podcasts and of my site I encourage you to pick up a six-pack or a case for your refrigerator for the party you're going to to watch the game or if you're out having drinks look for them on tap and uh dive in it's great stuff. You should also be a member of paulkuharski.com. Last week's podcast was only partially free. And then behind the wall, you got a really good uh, three quarters of my conversation with Frank Wycheck, uh, who's sounding great. That's uh, the most listened to podcast we've had maybe ever, but certainly in some time. And uh, if you're not a member, you only heard a very little bit of it and certainly not the best bits of it. Um, so if you're a member, um, uh, the price is very inexpensive cup of coffee or a fancy cocktail. Um, but you get everything I write, you get all, uh, the podcasts, you get private Facebook live slash Periscope broadcasts, and, uh, you get all of the pre pre game, uh, scouting reports and post game scouting reviews from Blake Bettingfield, which is unlike anything you'll find in Titans coverage anywhere. So uh, please head to the site, find the membership tab, and uh, sign up. We'll pick up uh, worst value on this team. I know a lot of people are going to point immediately to Roger Saffold, but Roger Saffold seems to have settled down. And uh, depending on the state of his concussion, when when he passes concussion protocol, guess what Roger Saffold will be doing? He will be playing. Guess what Marcus Mariota is not doing? He's not playing. He's been benched. He's making $24.2 million this year. He's benched. He's a big disappointment. I understand a lot of things about the Titans did not facilitate Marcus Mariota's ultimate success, but Marcus Mariota also did not facilitate Marcus Mariota's success. Uh, at the end, his confidence was so far broken that he couldn't complete screen passes, short throws, uh, very uncomfortable under the rush, unable to throw the ball away, and um, just disappointing. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's been in there for two games. The Titans have won both of them. Uh, one of them, Tannehill, looked really good. The other one, just okay, but throws the ball with more zip, more decisively, seems to be making better checks and uh, all around looks like a better quarterback for this team right now. And uh, I think it's uh, 
a no-brainer that the Titans are better off right now with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And uh, he's significantly less expensive for the Titans because the Dolphins are paying a good share of his salary. While the Titans are paying Marcus Mariota $24.2 million. It is Halloween. Therefore, and this is his, the furthest I'll go in terms of cheesiness on Halloween, we will present a ghost award. And the ghost award is one of the easiest awards to present in this venue. And all of you right now are screaming. You're screaming. Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis has 17 carries for 57 yards. That's 3.4 yards a carry. Long of nine yards. Deion Lewis, the third down back, has 15 receptions for 63 yards. 4.2 yard average. Nothing longer than 11. Deion Lewis is still on the field regularly for third down. He does pick up blitzers, so we got to give him credit for that. But Deion Lewis is nowhere near the value of what he should be for this team. Uh, he is vastly overpaid. He's making $19.8 million. Uh, could have easily put him ahead of Marcus Mariota on the overpaid crown there, but I'm giving him this instead, the Ghost Award, virtually invisible. It's very difficult to justify them putting him out there. Um, he's just not <clears throat> a contributor on this team. The I Want More Award goes to the other Brown, A.J. Brown. He's got three of the team's longest plays this season, a 47-yard reception, a 51-yard reception, and a 55-yard reception. I understand <clears throat> he may not have it all down yet. I understand there's some plays where he does not do well breaking free and getting into his route. Um, but I want to see him out there. He's electric when he gets open and when the quarterback finds him. And I just want to believe that if he was out there more, if he was being targeted more, if he was catching the ball more, more big things would be happening. Um, and it's hard not to be intrigued by that. Um, I want to see it. I, uh, I just, I think everybody wants to see it. It's hard not to get excited about the guy. I do think the Titans, uh, over touting a little bit. I'd like to see him out there more as I'm saying here, but they're sending out, uh, or, or they put out and they put out these stats every week that are terrific. They're supplemental stats. I'm trying to scroll now to find, uh, what I said about it. They put out what he's done through his first half season, um, which is, uh, nearly 700 yards, which is the best half season pace since, um, and that's the best since Kenny Britt as a rookie with the Titans. Well, you know, Kenny Britt had a disappointing rookie season, I'd say, as a, a middle first-round pick. Um, so I wouldn't rave about that. And the pace that he's on now, 
I'm sorry, he's on pace for nearly 700 yards. That is not, uh, here it is. AJ Brown's pace of 43.5 receiving yards per game projects to 696 yards over a complete 16 game season. That would leave him second among Titans rookies since 1999, outgained by only Kenny Britt's 701 receiving yards in 2009. I'm not touting that stat. I think it's relatively low by today's standards. Uh, that number, that final number that he's on pace for, 696, would have been 53rd last year. And four rookies around the league did better. Sutton, Barkley, Moore, and Ridley. Uh, 53rd. 53rd. Get him on pace for more than that by putting him on the field more, by throwing to him more, by letting him have more catches. The Hope Award, another obvious one, goes to Jeffrey Simmons in two games. He's got 10 tackles. He's got a sack. He's got four quarterback pressures. He's got a tackle for a loss. He's been uh, very influential, very influential up front. I'm sorry about these background noises, which I'm unable to stop at this time. Um, very influential player up front has a big trickle down effect on a lot of players on the defensive line, starting with the aforementioned Daquan Jones and Jarrell Casey, but, uh, trickling, uh, sideways and backwards to the linebackers, uh, influencing what happens with the secondary and on and on, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, incredibly encouraging, um, and should give you a lot of hope. We'll finish with the plays of the first half. Offense, the aforementioned A.J. Brown, a 55-yard touchdown in Atlanta, the first of his career. He caught the ball in the middle of the field. He stuttered to the right, changed direction, and ran away from four Falcons. Um, it looked like a college highlight, frankly. Um, and it's not the kind of play we've seen from the Titans very often at all. Um, it's been a bad offensive half for the Titans, but there are actually a couple plays to choose from here. Derrick Henry's screen against Cleveland for the 75-yard touchdown that broke that game open a close second. Uh, and there were uh, some good offensive plays in the midst of a bad offensive first half to choose from. The defensive play of the first half of the season the fumble by Melvin Gordon at the end of the Chargers game that clinched a win there. Wesley Woodyard pulled the ball free. Jarrell Casey recovered it. Second to last play of the game. The Titans had to take a knee to run out the clock. Once the officials finally sorted out what the hell had happened. Uh, definite defensive play of the year so far in terms of uh, importance, uh, vital play at the moment. Um, Chargers right on the porch there had actually gotten into the end zone twice on two plays that were called back um, by replay and judged not to have technically gotten into the end zone. A fantastic uh, series for the Titans is fantastic goal line stand. Uh, maybe shouldn't have been necessary if uh, if the Titans got a better spot. 
on Ryan Tannehill's sneak near midfield on fourth down, or if Mike Vrabel had chosen to punt and pin the Chargers back inside the five-yard line, making them drive uh, much more of the field. But there you have it. MVP Logan Ryan, Brett Kern, runner-up and special teams MVP Derek Henry on offense. Uh, most improved, Daquan Jones. Best value, Jayon Brown. Worst value, Marcus Mariota. Ghost Award, Deion Lewis. I Want More Award, um, A.J. Brown. The Hope Award, Jeffrey Simmons. Play of the first half, A.J. Brown's 55-yard touchdown in Atlanta. Defensive play of the first half award, Wesley Woodard and Jarrell Casey. Forced fumble, recovered fumble on Melvin Gordon to seal the win against the L.A. Chargers. Will we see more plays like this? Will we have more good categories than bad after the next eight games? Can the Titans um, beat some better teams on the second half of their schedule that includes Kansas City, Oakland, uh, New Orleans? Can they regain their footing in the AFC South? where they've got games against Jacksonville at Indianapolis against Houston and at Houston going to have to do far better in those games to get back into the playoff hunt out of the AFC South should be a fun second half of the NFL season for the Titans to watch. You might guess that I'm also excited for a little bye week in there. I appreciate all of you. Please go, uh, please rate this podcast. Uh, Give it some stars. Give it a nice review. Subscribe. Also, check out Elsewhere, my uh, my other podcast, not pertaining to the Titans, which you'll find everywhere that you uh, find your podcasts. I think you'll enjoy that one as well, and I appreciate your support there. Um, subscribe to paulkuharski.com, drink Yazoo beer, and stay tuned for a lot more. Appreciate you. The Paul Kaharski Podcast is a joint production of paulkaharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. Mm-hmm.